There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <clears throat> <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Cass. I'm George. I'm Zoe B. And I'm Tom. And we are fine. Hello, sunshine. Hello, blue skies. Hello, lovely day. So wonderfully fine, in fact, that we are going to answer some questions this week. So we've got a couple of questions today. Let's dive right into it. Oh, Question number one has come to us, and it is a simple one-sentence question. I love it. Oh. Okay, you ready? One sentence answer, too. Here we go. <laughs> Probably. I assume. I'm ready. I'm ready. One sentence answer. How do you know if your relationship is in a rough patch or if it's time to call it quits? Probably more than a one-sentence answer. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely. That's We're going to have to one. dive in. Sorry. I, Wait long bold. enough and you'll know. Done. One sentence. Uh, no. No. Bad. Look, I'm saying it's good advice, but you'll know. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Just leave yeah. anyway. Quit. What's going to happen? Yeah. Um, I would say, look, if if you're at a stage where you're like, eh, I'm I'm a big fan of leaving. I think we're all a big fan of uh, dump them. Yeah. Um, mm. If Because... It needs to. You need to make sure that you are going to be happy and in a good place. You've not given us a lot of information as to no, what, it's just a general what rough patch entails. Well, yes. <laughs> I I'm a believer now. I never mm-hmm. used to be, but recently, is it's like I feel like, and I could be completely wrong here, and I'm prepared to be yelled at by everybody. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, take I'm it, a, George. I'm prepared to be George. Uh, <laughs> I'll defend you, brother. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, no, I. Th- there's this thing, I think, where people are like, rough patches, every relationship has, like, bad times. And, yes, every relationship has, you know, peaks and troughs and things. But I think there's an idea in media and in life that a rough patch can be like, oh, yeah, we have three years where we don't have sex and it's shit and I hate my wife and that's just okay. Like, Mm. that's normal because it's like part of those jokes about, oh, yeah, me and my wife hate one another. It's been so long I want to bury her in the backyard. (laughs) It's like I'm getting off topic, but... (laughs) yeah. (laughs) What Sounds I'm trying to awful. say is, didn't realize he was going to be reviewing my comedy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what I'm what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that I kind of bought into that, like a rough patch is is a thing that happens. But I think the idea of rough patches in relationships aren't what we are led to believe that they are. Mm-hmm. Like, 
you were going to have times where, you know, maybe you disagree and maybe there's a, a bit of a fight or something or a miscommunication that arises and yeah. you have a bit of a, ah, uh, or maybe you're just like not feeling it for a bit because you're a bit, ah, uh, but underneath it all, you still love someone, right? So, mm. like, the idea that you're in a relationship and then you're like, ah, oh, I hate my wife. It's like, well, leave your wife, right? Yeah. That's not a rough patch. Rough patches aren't real. That the I don't believe in rough patches. I used to. But I have changed my mind because I believe that love should be easy. It is the easiest thing in the world to be kind and love a person in that kind of dynamic. There are other love dynamics where it's a bit trickier and there's other all sorts of things at play there. But in terms of having a partner and being in a relationship with someone and loving that person, that should be easy. And I think the myth that we get taught is that, oh, no, love is hard. And it is tricky and there are tricky bits to it. But it shouldn't be exhausting. So mm. I guess just determine if it is a rough patch, like, and what is the rough patch? Are you just like having a bit of a miscommunication issue, or is it mm. like you can't stand to be around them? Because if you can't stand to be around them, that's not a rough patch. That's a you, you, you're, you're, it's done. Yeah. yeah, and a rough patch kind of also implies something external is happening to the relationship in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree with Tom because loving someone is really easy. There are other. There are other things that just come with being a person who is alive that can make shit hard. So if you are having exactly trouble communicating with your partner or if you if you are going through your own shit that is changing your mind frame and your yep. your it causes you to treat people differently or it's causing you to interpret things really differently to how you would that that to me is like oh yeah that would be a rough patch but it still isn't hard to stay with the person. It's yes. you still you still want to be with them. It might be like, oh, I really want to sort this out, and yeah. that I think that ends up being the motivating thing of being like, oh, you know, if I I just we just need to figure out how to navigate this, and then we're going to be okay because we love each other, we care about each other, we want to be here. Um, I would recommend having a watch of Jigsaw by Daniel Sloss, which is on Netflix. If you <laughs> yeah, just was- search Daniel Sloss in Netflix, <laughs> it'll come up with all of his live shows and watch Jigsaw because mm. he goes through step by step of. He does a really good job of saying things that everyone thinks about when they're in a relationship that they don't realize they want to leave because we do Tom is right we get taught this idea that and I I think it all comes back to capitalism we have this really warped idea that success can only come after suffering and yeah. that I don't think I think you can be successful after you have suffered. Obviously, people are, c- are capable of wonderful things, but suffering shouldn't be a prerequisite. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't be challenged in your life and you shouldn't have things that, you know, motivate you to you know push yourself and try harder. But suffering isn't a requisite of happiness and it isn't a requisite of success. You don't have to suffer to achieve something. And I think yeah. it's played into relationships as well where and you see and you see those, you know, posts online where people are like, you know, you drive me crazy and I want to kill you half the time, but, you know, you know. Real Chris Pratt of a message. Yeah. Oh, my God. What the crispest rat in the world. Mm. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's, I think that, that idea that, like, in terms of getting advice about when, whether I should rough patch or call it quits, I think is the crux of this is, I think of it like, what advice would I have actually benefited from rather than staying in a relationship for too long? and it being bad for both of us, Mm. and no one was happy. And then you don't realize until afterwards, and you're like, oh, I was unhappy for a really long time. And the first time I was unhappy was this. And instead of going, 
oh, maybe I'm feeling this way. I went, oh, no, it's just the you've got to work hard and, you know, build a... Hate your wife yeah. and... Hate your wife. Question, yep. because I haven't had this experience, um, like, is it in terms of long term? Like, I- I'm a quitter <laughs> in general. <laughs> All they've, right. got to, they've got to lift their game to keep me, basically. Otherwise, I'm out straight away. I, You're I'm a surprised. floppy little fish on the end of the line, Please, aren't you, yeah. Yeah. you, You better work. You drop your game for a second, I'm out, you know? so. <laughs> but the question I would have for everyone here, because I think everyone seems to have had some experience with this, and I'm genu- genuinely curious... In all of your situations individually, was everyone around you saying everything was good or was everyone around you you weren't listening to them? Both. I've had Both. one of each. One of each. I've had one of each. I've had relationships. And the person who was saying it was good, though, in that situation, did they know the full story or did they believe the full story? I think they, for when they were like, oh, you guys seem really happy, they... We we were really two... Di- we were two different people. Like, we, we clashed a lot from the get-go... Um, but that was just kind of how we did. But we we worked really well. Like even though we we didn't agree on everything, we we worked really well fundamentally. And then all of a sudden, those things that we clashed about started to become big things. And what I noticed is because we were really young, we were in our early twenties. We had dated through the end of high school and most of university is that I was growing in one direction and they were growing in another direction. And I was like, we're just at that point in life where I had to make a decision of whether or not, like, I want to grow with this person in this way or grow in my own way because they were not going to grow in the direction I needed to grow in. And so I had a lot of friends being like, oh, but you guys have been together for so long and you're so good and actually nothing really seems to be – it's not like you guys are fighting and it's not like you guys are – you know, doing anything wrong, like, because we weren't. But I just internally was just very much like, holy fucking shit, do I want to spend the rest of my life with this person? Mm. And you have anyone saying the opposite in that scenario, being like, in, yeah, well, if you feel like that, you probably do want oh, to leave. I, I had, I had my, my dad and my, and my mum, but my dad especially was just kind of like, whatever. He was like, you're so young. Yeah. Like, he just kept saying that he was like, you're so young, so who gives a shit? And you don't need to be, like, in a relationship to be valid as a human being. And just because you did. And especially, like, you know, when when you're at that age and relationships go from, like, this little high school thing to, like, an actual partner, I was just there thinking, I was like, oh, my God, do I want to – I was like, how do I live with this person? Like, how do I physically share a space? How do I do this? And my dad was like, you just – don't I don't think you'll do well doing that and you will be compromised. You will settle. Hmm. And and so I just kind of was like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. So would you say like, and, I, and maybe, talk, maybe you guys have a different experience, but would there be like a friend that you trust? Like, Because that would be my first well, thing. If I was the, not sure, I'd be like, thing, who do I trust to give me a good opinion here? My... Last relationship, my 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 big relationship that I've I've been through in my life, I was told from the get go from like my closest friends that it was a really dumb idea, and that I was very unhappy, and they were like, "This is just bad," and so from the get go, and it was a relationship that lasted like three and a bit years. I was just being told like, "He's a piece. He's he's a bad person." For you, you know, I should should clarify that. They're like, he's a bad person for you. You guys don't contribute anything to one another. He makes you very sad all the time. 
And I was like, yeah, that's just love, baby, in the mm. same way that, that you mm. know, Tom and Cass have stated, where I was like, yeah, it's just hard and that's what I've been told it's meant to be. And I remember having conversations with friends where I was like, yeah, he doesn't love me lots and lots like a boyfriend should, but I love myself enough to, like, uh. not worry about that. <laughs> Bad sentence. Mm. Um, and, and I'm going to be, like, 100% honest with, you know, everyone is that, like, I didn't, I didn't even break up with him. He broke up with me. Like, I so- don't think I, I got to the point where I was like, I need to leave this person. I was like, and this is my life forever. So you weren't actually ever asking the question this this anonymous person's asking. Is this a rough patch in, in, or is this in, in, in during my the big, relationship? In that relationship, no. My uh, my other partner, because I had two serious partners before him. Like the guy I dated through high school, the di- a guy I dated at the end of high school all through uni, and then this guy who I dated in my adulthood. Um, the, the first two I left, I was like, I don't want to be part of this. The third one... Maybe someone suffered with really bad depression and thought that this was the love that they deserved. Okay. Who's to say? Who's, who's to, to say, say what happened? Who's, who's to say one? how it all played uh, out? Who knows? We who knows? Know. Um, I think sometimes you need to go through shitty relationships to know what you don't want, and so at least I came out of that knowing what I didn't want. Um, one of the things that th- this question just triggered for me was that with the, the, the two prior ones, the thing that made me realise that I wanted to break up with them was so silly. And I think maybe if you have prior relationships where you've had this like aha moment, figure out what caused that aha moment and see if they, if you can do that again. Um, but I would just remember that at some point in the relationship toward, right towards the end, like the last month, that whenever the phone would ring, I would be so anxious that it would be them. Ah. Yeah. Like yeah. I would just be like, oh, I got to talk to this person that I love. <laughs> mm. You know, and so right. I just remember the phone, like, and whenever the phone went off, I would just ignore it because I was like, I don't want to talk to them, you know. That's, and that, and then it yeah. kind of clicked, like, after a while, I was like, you can't just ignore your phone for the rest of your life. You can't just ignore your partner. Like, mm. you you got to break up with them. Yeah, yeah. It's, so was that was that the same with you guys? You had like the doubts because I just always think an external party can help. But yeah, yeah. what do you guys mm. say? I I had a similar thing to Zoe. So for me, like the the biggest relationship I had had that ended in like a breakup it was very in that relationship there wasn't anything wrong like there was nothing bad that was happening no really really lucky but it it it, um we were really we were really good friends dated like adored each other and like still do they're still a great person but we had, had that thing where we were growing up and we were planning our futures and they weren't really aligning and it was as though, like, we didn't have any less care for one another, but we were sort of not quite realising that not wanting to do all the future stuff together meant that we shouldn't be together. Like, because there yeah. was no reason we didn't like each other any less. It's not like something had happened. Um, I, I So I didn't have anyone in my life be like, yeah, that sounds bad, break up, because I didn't talk about it because there was nothing wrong to talk about. Mm. I had one person in my life who knew me pretty well who was just who told me one day because I asked and they were like, no, I don't see you spending the rest of your life with this person. I was like, huh, oh, okay. And the thing that made me think like, oh, the thing that sort of was the aha moment was realising that unless we weren't together anymore and one of us you know, ended the relationship, then it would probably be like this for 
years. Mm. I think that was the thing for me. And years later, I watched Jigsaw yeah. and then was like, oh, like these those feelings that he described, not all of them, but some of the th- feelings he mm. described, it's like, oh, my God, that's what I was feeling. And I had no idea because, yeah, you it breakups are meant to happen because something bad happens and then you don't love each other anymore and you don't care about each other anymore. And we just didn't have that. We just grew into different people who were no longer compatible on that level. Like, but, you know, still friends. So it was tricky um, to navigate and I had no idea about that. So my advice would be if you look into your future and you think, oh, this still? Yeah, yeah probably not. Probably yeah. <laughs> probably not. Because um, the I think the only time that you can ever waste your time, and I know I've said this a million times, you can only ever waste time if you realize that you don't want to do something and you keep doing it. Every moment up until you realizing that you don't want to do something is learning. And then as soon as you realize that's not what you want anymore, then you start wasting time. Like maybe like there's a time thing there. You're right. Like as in, if you can't look forward to something that's a week away or a month away or a year away, like as in, if all those are bad, then it's like maybe you should stop. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's a pretty good sign. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's worth like you know checking in with yourself personally and see how it's going. Because as as Tom said, you know, the loving the person is the easy bit. When people say that, when people say that relationships are hard. I think what they mean is that working on yourself to be the best version of you that you can be to show up for someone can be really hard. Being a supportive partner to another person in your life who you care so much about, that can be hard because you have to learn how to do that. That is not something you are born with the ability to do. Yeah. It is something you have to learn and you're going to stuff it up. Like you mm. you meet someone who isn't you, doesn't share your brain, you might comfort them in a way that doesn't actually help them. They might comfort you in a way that makes you feel like shit because you don't know. And that that's tricky, but not not loving a person that's not hard to do. Yeah, yeah. I my it, it's mine's kind of a blend of both. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> um, mine was a very long long term relationship, so I can uh, seven or eight years. Um, and it was one of those things where I have all of this clarity in hindsight. Yeah. Oh, fuck, how good's hindsight? Hindsight is the oh. most beautiful fucking thing in the world. I look back and I'm like, there are three. I, I can all, I, I, if you gave me like a timeline map, I could drop a pin at three points where I was like, should have got out then. Yeah. Should have got out then or then. Didn't. Mm. Just was like, because, and, and again, you, you're asking George, like, was there external things? A bit like, I didn't sort of share anybody with anybody that I wasn't happy because a i hadn't worked it out myself um and b i'm very good at being no this is fucking sick (laughs) and everyone who knew me at that point knew me and the other person as an entity like a a combo everyone Mm -hmm. like because it was such a long-term relationship there's i've got like so many people that sans pants people like you guys i was the them then mm. <laughs> I wasn't us. Um, so it was like it was just a package deal, and people just assumed, well, that's that's what it is. Um, when when it ended, one of my very close friends, when I told him, was like shocked and like horrified, and I had to tell him that no, I was actually okay, and it was the right thing. So it's like it is really good to have that external thing, but sometimes you can't rely on an external factor. And to be mm. honest, I couldn't even rely on my own compass. It just happened. And the only reason I have any clarity about anything that happened was because it it happened. Mm. Um, and I guess it's one of those things where if, if you're at the point where you're asking a question, then I think 
this is going to, this might sound really harsh and again, feel free to correct me, but I think if you're already asking the question, oh, is this a rough patch or is this the end of the relationship? I think you're already 60, 40 in one direction. Yeah. I think if you're asking a question, you're 60, 40 in, a, in one direction. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cause that's the thing. Like I've been in situations before where I find parts of it hard and it's like, oh, how do I, you know, show up for this person? How do I communicate my needs to this person? But at no stage has it been, I want to leave. Yeah. It's yes. been like, oh, I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this. It's, yeah. it's never like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. It's like, oh, come on. There must be a way to communicate properly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like I want to do the hard thing because I care about this person so much. Like yes. obviously I would prefer not to do the hard thing. Oh, yeah. But if the hard thing's the only way, then we've got to do it. Yeah. And I, and and I you think- want to. Yeah. And you well, want yes. to. Yeah. Yes. That's the key part is like you- want to fix fix or adjust or examine yeah. whatever it is for the relationship. Yeah. If the fundamental question is, is the relationship continuing, then it's like, okay, you've you're already you're already stepping out to explore that. Um so my gut feel would be it's probably not a rough patch. Mm. If you're examining it as being like, ah, uh, but again, I don't want to give anyone Commit. Advice like that because that's very final advice. Commit, but yeah, we look. We don't know a lot about the Send situation. Send back and say but- Tom made you quit. That's <laughs> make it feel bad forever. That is no. a breakup if- reason. It's not me. It's handsome Tom. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you think of leaving this person and through obviously leaving anyone, it doesn't matter how good your relationship is and how mutual it is. It's still it is a loss that you will have in your life. So it is going to be something you have to adjust for and grieve. But if the idea of not being with that person anymore is a bit of a relief, yep, um, relieve yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the I. What towards the end of the, my relationship, it was a lot of long distance stuff. Um, and again, I only sort of realized this in hindsight, but um, I was so much happier when we were apart, mm. <laughs> and. And and vice versa, like both of us. Yeah. Mm. And it was you, like you were as an outsider looking in, you were so much more present in your life when you guys were apart. Yeah. That that was that was the thing. I, I did actually I did have an external source, George. I had a friend of mine who one day was just like, What the fuck, man? When you're just you, you're in everything. The minute you're not, you do nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, yep. Nah, that's a fair assessment. Um I need to have a big think about my life. Um, but, yeah, so it's 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 as simple as – not as simple as. That's really the wrong <laughs> yeah. word. But if it's it's a case of if the Something idea of – simple and difficult. Yes, yeah. simple and difficult. If yeah. It's it's the premise of if you're going to – if you feel at ease, if, if your first thought is, oh, that sucks, but I will be able to breathe a bit because you've been holding your breath for seven or eight years, then breathe. <laughs> yeah. Choose breath. <laughs> you will be able to make it through grief. Yep. Will you be able to make it through the rest of your life with this person? Or the rest of their life, <laughs> if things don't go well. Because one of you either break up or one of you die. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. But um, but yeah, if, if there's an external obstacle, we'll look at that, obviously. So if the rough patches are long distance, for example, you know, they're working in another city for a bit and it's hard. Okay, is it... You know, is it right? That's a different thing to 
Yeah, like is know. it hard because you miss them and they're so far Correct. away or is it hard because actually you don't really miss them that much and you're having a lot more fun without them being around? Those are two different problems. Yeah, is yeah. it hard because you're like, oh, I have to call them every single day? <laughs> yeah. Define your rough patch and then you'll be able to define the answer to the question yeah. that you're already 60 to 40% answering. Yeah, I say break up anyway. Just cause some chaos. <laughs> yeah, it's not a crime to mm-hmm. dump someone. No, it isn't. They let you do it. Mm. No cops get involved just from the act of dumping. If anything that happens after the fact, like, that's none of our business. Mm. Look, if you're really stuck, go and see a psychologist and talk yeah. through it with them. Absolutely. you can get really detailed there. <laughs> yeah. And they'll be able to be like... Yes, no, yes, no, no, no. But um, I, I don't think any sort of psychologist would ever tell you to leave or stay with someone, but they will help you figure it out. You will yeah, know yeah. by oh, the that, end. Yeah, you'll That's know. Useless. You will Dump know. it, bro! That's what you want the therapist to be like. Not enough of that. Yeah. Look, if you want permission to break up with them, you've got it. We give you yeah. permission. But you don't have to. Yeah, I also to. think probably if you're writing into a podcast... Um, to ask about the what do you think is the the breaking point? Maybe that's that's a good fucking gauge. Yeah, I mean, look, all of us have uh, describing having come out of uh, what could be described as a rough patch, um, having left them. So- yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and it's it's my current relationship now. You don't want to do comparisons because that's a really awful thing to do to your own brain. But it's that. You have miscommunication things, but you don't have like, ah, like you have that awe moment where you realize that, oh, what I had justified as myself as being what it's supposed to be. And again, instilled by capitalism and movies Mm -hmm. and the whole thing. It's like, oh, that's actually wrong. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And and also, like, if you think about historically, there weren't a lot of options for a lot of people and the only way to live for, uh, like, if you were talking about, like, classic hetero relationships in the Western world, the house doesn't get maintained if you don't have a wife and you don't get food if you don't have a husband. So working through rough patches has historically been something you have had to do. So there's there's a, so much history behind mm. keeping people together for survival reasons and literally survival reasons, and we are so privileged at the moment to be able to love someone and be with them because we want to. We have so much cultural baggage telling us to stay with people we shouldn't. My grandparents were in arranged marriage and they fucking hated each other. Um, And my grandma, now that my my grandpa has passed away, she is very vocal about the fact that she's like, God, I wish I got a divorce. Like, God, I wish that wasn't my life. Not to say that she's not, you know, like she's got two beautiful kids Five amazing but one spectacular grandchildren. <laughs> um, you know, like she had a good life, but at the same time, Harry's like, amazing. He's yeah, amazing. He is, yeah, he's so he's so good. <laughs> um, you know, it, she she is very aware that she she didn't get to have a romance, and she just kind of was in a relationship because she had to be. And she she I think there is. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's a lot of regret there because of that. So... You don't have to, like, power through. You power through car sickness. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you power through, like, an upset tum. You yeah. power through a hangover. Yeah, you. Yeah. pretty much every time I think of powering through something, it's not letting something come out of a hole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's a bad time, but you've got to be present in your day-to-day life. Like, you're not powering through, like, like being ecstatic. Mm, you yeah, know, you're not like getting the best news ever, and then having that power through the best oh, news ever. Better power through like, this. Come, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna power through this fucking amazing round of sex with Idris Elba. Like, yeah. I mean, you you'd know. want to bring power to that situation. Definitely. I mean, I am bringing my A game, but you're not. He, that's not how you're describing power, it. So. Yeah. that's not how you're describing that's it. Not, no. That's not what we're talking no. about. Well, hopefully, you found that a little bit helpful. Uh, delve on in and have more thinks if you haven't already. <laughs> Um, We'll move on to question two now. Hi, guys. I could do with some advice. I need to know how to be okay with being single. I'm turning 30 very soon. I've never been in a relationship or had any kind of partner in my life, and I don't like it. I'm watching people in my life get married or settle down, having kids and whatnot younger than me, and it gets me down because I always thought I'd have that by this age. Maybe it's a societal thing telling me I should. I don't know. I live alone. I own my own house. I have a job I don't completely hate, but I still feel like I'm missing something. I feel like I'm missing the boat, so to speak. I know I'm still young, but I just feel unfulfilled. Relationships, baby. This is... This is... <laughs> We've got the relationship episode. Relationship episode. Anyway, I think I'll like, just a little, like, knuckle crack. This is my moment to shine. <laughs> uh... Why, Zoe? I got huh? some too. Don't you worry about that. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, the person who's been single for seven years probably doesn't have much to say about this. You know, you're right. I've only, um, never been in a serious relationship, so, so yeah, that's covered. true. Yeah, that's true. So bringing the singles to the front. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's hard not to be lonely. I think that's a fair thing to say. I've been single for fucking yeah, like six years now, and I've dated, but never anything super of worth or anything that went longer than a couple of weeks. It is hard not to be lonely because you see, especially like when your friends are dating and, you know, they're like everyone around you seems to be coupled up, especially like as the single pool of friends diminishes. (sighs) It's hard not to be lonely. Uh, But at the same time, like I would rather be lonely than be with someone that sucked because I've dated people who have sucked. And like we were just saying, like, I would rather be single than have to power through a relationship. 
Was Cass just with the question? Was the first part of the question like, "How do I be single?" I need to, to be okay. I need to know how to be okay with to, being single. How do I need to? Yeah, I need to know how to be okay with being single. But then saying that you still want to, like, I think it's, and again, I'm bad at this particular part. But isn't it like, is it? It's okay to be like, I'm single, and I'm. I would like to be in a relationship. Yeah. But I'm okay with being single. So I guess you can still look. You don't have to like commit to just being. Yeah, yeah. A witch You're not celibate. Like you don't have to <laughs> yeah. do nothing. Like you can still be actively looking and trying. And but you can also be like, that's that's my not my lot. But like you're like that's that's my hand at the moment. Is that I'm single and I'm looking for love. And we'll we'll play on it. It's funny sometimes. It's sad in other times. Like there are there I definitely have broken down about the fact that I hate being in like the dating scene. Um but it's not a, a measurement of worth. Yeah. And I think as you get older and I think this person said, you know, like they're they're in their thirties now that like as you get older it starts feeling weirder because you start making life plans as a single person, I think that feels a little bit odd sometimes when you start thinking of like, oh, 10, 15 years down the track and you're like, oh, I might have a partner, but I got a plan that I don't because right now I don't. Yeah. So. Who's planning 10, 15 years down the track? I am, Not George. Me. Not but, me. But that's if, so dramatic. <laughs> but I think I think that's very reasonable to think of your future in you know all of its possibilities, mm. and and I think that also comes back because this person saying maybe it's a societal thing. I don't know. I would have a think about um, these feelings and whether they are because they are something you want or something that you know. As we were just talking about, we have had this like survival pressure to partner up with someone pretty young, so that you can have a household with a person because it wasn't mm. possible to have a household. Without another person, but you've said that you you live alone, you've got your own house, and you own it. That is amazing. That is not mm. something that could have been done with, you know, all those many moons ago. With because you either needed someone to run your household for you because you were working, or you needed someone to provide all of the money so that you could live and run a household. It was very much a two person system, but you are able to have overcome that. You are allowed to want to be with someone. I've gone through mm. this as well, where you're like, oh, you know, I just need to like be okay with being alone. And if you just look, if you try and create a life for yourself that is like highly romanticized in your own eyes and something that you can be in love with and just adore, that's great. And it makes your quality of living better, but you're still allowed to want to be with someone. And that's completely yeah. fine. But I would check in to see if the reason that you want these things is because, you know, is it is it because you're missing out? Um, what do you feel like you're missing out on? What do you think you are going to miss? And I, I genuinely don't think you are able to go through life without feeling like you've missed something because there are only so many paths you can take. And when you're at a, in any given moment and you have to pick a fork in the road, you pick one. You don't know what those other two could have been until it is years later and you can see what other people did with their different choices. You hmm. always make the best choice for yourself in the moment and you have no way of knowing until you have seen other people live a life you could have lived and then you get upset about it. But you you didn't know that. And also you you might not have turned out the way they did. There's no The only way that we can regret something is to know something we couldn't have known in the moment. Mm. Yeah. So it's 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 a 
rude trick and it's you know sometimes it can be maybe treated as a nice like imagination exercise to be like oh this is what I would have done but every single point because I've done that too be like why didn't I do this why didn't I spend years doing this and it's like oh you know what if I had done that what would I have done okay I would love to have you know gone here done this said this but did I know any of that at the time no so I (laughs) it's only because I've seen other people do things that I didn't do that I think I would have liked to have done them but I didn't and the only way you can get to where you are is having made the choices you did make so if you did make those choices you could be in the exact opposite position right now, being like, yeah. oh, God, I, I wish I owned my own house. You yeah. know, that really would have been... The grass is his- always greener. Like, Yeah, you can only ever look at other people's successes and think, wow, I wish I also had that success, because of course you do. Of course you want to have a success someone else has. <laughs> it's success. I want it. Yeah, you want to do well. You see someone else doing well, being like, man, I could have done well. Yeah, yeah, good. That means you see potential in yourself to achieve great things. Go achieve them. Yeah. The one I always think of with that, which is a very now we're going into like hypothetical sort of stuff. But I always think of like whatever the decisions are. If you did any other ones except for this one, you wouldn't be you anymore. Yeah. And the only thing you can be is you. So like you wouldn't be you. So the only way you can exist is if you'd made all those decisions until now. Yeah. So if you want to exist, then you can't not have done yeah. all that. Yeah. If you made the other choice, now. you would have been a different person and yeah. you probably would have wanted the opposite thing, let's be real. Because you, wow. yeah, you wouldn't that, be that but, much but, of a different person. I always say like either way, it's just the only thing is that you're you and that's it. So like mm, you should yeah. defend that even if it's shitter objectively you're like but that's not me though this is me and i want to be me like that's what you want to be that's yeah i'm pretty sure there's some songs about that (laughs) (laughs) i think there are fundamentally some moments in life that that kind of happen for everyone where you're like oh this this is like a little moment where i get to look back at the path taken i think at the age we are now we're starting to to you know we're all kind of hitting 30 or about to hit 30 where we're like oh what are my relationships like you know, like what relationship choices have I made and how do I feel about these? I think five years ago there was very much like a look back on depending what path you took, whether I I know for myself at least it was like, man, I wish I had worked harder after, after high school rather than going to university because now all my friends that went and got trades, went and got jobs straight out of high school have fucking money. And right now yeah. I have a piece of paper that means fucking jack shit. Yeah, they lied to us, Zoe. They lied. They were like, <laughs> you're going to go to uni and you're going to get a better job. No, no, Absolutely I not. still work. I still work at a hardware store. Um, so there are moments like that where you like, I think there are p- points in your life, like probably every five years or so, where you look back and be like, huh, we've gone far enough past the fork in the road where I can now look at it. Yeah. Um, regardless of the choice that you made, like, can you look back at the past five years and be like, oh, but I, at least I had fun. Like, at least I had a great time, man. Like, being single's hard in, in the way that, like, it would be lovely to share your life with someone, to have, like, a best friend in that way, like, to have a person. That's what I think about quite a bit, being single for as long as I have been. I'm always like, oh, man, all my friends have a person, and I don't, and that's a bit of a bummer. I still have all my friends and I love them dearly. You know, it's just weird that I know that they have a top priority. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't. gel with my superstardom. (laughs) Yeah, which doesn't gel with me being the center of the universe. No, like it's just, it's so funny when you you look at it. Like my top priority is, is Stringer my cat. Like 
I'm, I get to make those choices to be like, my favorite thing, my most important thing is this cat and I would die for this cat. I'm sure if I had a life partner, those would probably change a bit. A Maybe. bit. A bit. Don't know. You know, you get to, but at the same time, like I see at, at you know, 30, fuck 30. Um, but you get to have these moments of like, well, I don't have a, a partner right now. What are the things I still want to do? Like some of these things, like Cass is saying, you kind of assume you need a partner for them. Not anymore. No. Not anymore. So like if you are thinking, you know, because they spoke about like kids in this in this email, like if, if having kids is something you want to do, you don't necessarily need, actually don't necessarily, you don't need a partner to do that. Hmm. There are many other ways to have a family than the traditional one. You know, that's something I'm always thinking about because I have to go through having children in a non-traditional way. It's always like a partner was never part of the thought process for me because I always knew I was going to do it in a non-traditional way. Um, so then it became like, all right, I want to have kids by, you know, 35. I'm going about it in a non-traditional way. I need to line up all my ducks because I can't accidentally get non-traditionally um, baby. <laughs> um, but let's like line up all our ducks to make sure, you know, I, I'm now saving up to buy a house on my own. That'll be my house. I'll be the first, like one of the first women in my family to buy a house outright as a single woman. Like just as a person, no spouse to buy a house. Like that's crazy. No spouse to buy a house. No, no spouse, spouse to, to buy, buy a house. house. You know, and then every decision I make is purely based on how good it is for me. Yeah, to be honest, I don't see the like, yeah. uh, It's great. You know, I, like, I you get never, to do whatever you want. Yeah, I never have to take someone else's thoughts. Like, obviously, not in an unkind way, but like, I I remember being in relationships, and it was constantly like, "Oh, well, I want to do this this weekend. Do we have time to do this? Do we have? Because we have to factor in the we time." Yeah. <laughs> like, do we do we have time for us to do this, 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 and this? And then as soon as I became single. And, like, it took a while because I didn't want to be single. Um, but once I was like, oh, man, I can just do whatever I want whenever I want it. And no one no one is questioning that. And like you said as well, you, if you've got friends. You've got friends. You're still good. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it is. Watching, it's watching, yeah, watching your single friends dwindle is hard. I, like, that's always super funny. I, I have friends in the friendship group that I'm like, we are closer when they are single because I am single. And so I'm like, we hang out more. They actively seek me out more when they are single and they will actively seek out, like, couple friends when they are in a relationship. That's always funny to see. Hilarious. Yeah, like, you know, like, not a ha-ha funny, but just as a, oh, funny. Mm. Yeah. Like you an know, old lady falling over. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, funny, oh, but she fell over. Yeah, it's not oh, great. It's just funny, Tom. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's hilarious. She's got a bag her. of oranges. They're everywhere. <laughs> She just wanted to make some juice for her grandbabies. Exactly. The only other thing I would add is on top of that, though, because I know we've done the very positive, you know, singleton's great, which it is, yeah. and I, I'm the first person to be saying that. I've Woo. turned it into a fine art. But the only thing I would say uh, from what she's saying, it doesn't sound as much regret as in, like, how she's thinking, like, or they, they're thinking about um, where they're at and stuff. And the only thing I would say is, like, also, and I know this is kind of lame, but, like, if it's – as a result of them being uncomfortable with like mm. giving it a go, then you might need to push a little effort in because yeah. it is very yeah. easy to fall into a habit of being like, I don't need no one. And then you just sit on your own or you go, I'm going to try it once. And then it sucks because most of the time it does suck. <laughs> it does suck. <laughs> you just give up and then you feel like you're missing something. But like, yes, 
of course, you're not missing something in a lot of ways, but if you do feel like you're missing something, you can put steps to try to correct that as well. Oh, so that's, you're, yeah. you're so right. That's yeah. the other side, which I think is like we've, which is important to highlight the yeah. pleasure of being alone, but also it can be awkward and uncomfortable as fuck to go on. Yeah, dating sort of is date. awkward yeah. as un- and, and, and it's very easy. Like, yeah, you're so right. It's very easy to fall into that. Like, well, I'm just super happy to be not super happy, but you're like, this is my lot and I will just be alone. Hmm. Like you, you do tend to be like, I, I had my dad. Like, kind of be like, you gonna start dating? And I was like, what? What <laughs> your fucking business? But it was like, He's you like, it is because I live with you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was like, you you live in my house. Um, and if you had a partner, that might not be the case. <laughs> uh, so it was, it was, he was like, I'm just concerned because you not con- well, c- yeah, concerned as a dad is concerned where he's like, you've been single for a really long time. I hope you're not shutting out the world. And, I was, I was like, and, and I still am on certain moments and aspects. I think I purposely like through lots of fucking nuanced shit. I never want to be seen as like a a person. I'm trying to phrase this as not gross as possible, but like, I never want to be seen as a sexual object. So I think that, and I've spent a lot of time crafting that, um, which then inherently sometimes makes me hard to be viewed as a dating person that's the problem with being sexy not not by the right people though yeah, yeah like I I, I I i went so extreme with it like i i was like well this is just because i need it for safety i surely if realized by now guys will view a table as a sexual object there is nothing you can do to fix it <laughs> you can you can traits. reduce it a bit you yeah can the best you do to reduce it, it but you can't yeah. stop being uh, a sexual object you can't man i got my I, tables all wear for sexy feather bowls for yeah. that reason Ooh. there's nothing you can do there that's why you got to put those little coverings on the feet because you don't want them showing off their slutty ankles. That's sure. Mm-hmm. Don't want to see my table ankles. Ooh. Point the camera down, Tom. <laughs> Stop holding out on us, Tom. How did we get here? Yeah, we why am I? <laughs> Private chat later. So I think yeah, George. George is right. You can't hold yourself back, and I think you got to admit if you are. Like hmm. yeah, you got to. I I I came out of such a terrible relationship that for the first like. Three years, I was like, I will never date anyone ever again because I had such a horrible experience that I don't. I've put, I've built walls, mm. Mm. and slowly but surely, I am taking those little walls down brick by brick. Um, but dating still fucking sucks. So, like, good luck. Yeah. But every time, it's like. Like, take two down, put one back up, because I'm like, oh, all right, I've got it, and then I'll go start dating again. I'll be like, nope, the walls are coming back up. <laughs> yeah, I think nope. that's, that's why, yeah. as you said before, like, balancing out wanting yeah. to do something whilst also not making what you are wrong yeah. so you don't get torn apart because you're like, I want this so bad. But it's like, yeah, but you're also happy here. It's a very difficult yeah. balancing act to maintain. Yeah, I'm I'm reading this email again, and the person writing in is opening saying, I need to know how to be okay with being single, but then they're saying they don't like being single. Yeah, yes. so that was that was why I asked you to clarify the email before, Cass. Yeah, yeah, and now they're saying that they've got, and they're saying they've got a good life, but they feel like they're missing the boat, and they know they're young and they they feel unfulfilled, and like, oh my god, you've achieved so much at some, such a mm. young age, holy shit! But if it's if you are getting to a stage where you're like, I don't want to be single anymore, um, then yeah, start dating, and if you don't know how to do it, see a psychologist, talk to your friends, like there's. There's a whole yeah, world of people out there who will help with you, like to do that. And it sounds like you know all of your worth. Mm. And and uh, for what it's worth, I think on what Cass is saying, like if you're like I want to put myself out there, 
um, and I don't know how to go about that or, like, I'm unsure of that. Uh, one of my good things is that I always let all my friends know when I'm, like, starting to date again. And I'm always like, hey, if you know someone you think would be suited, I'm open to dating. Because, uh, once again, the walls. <laughs> but, like, I'll be like, hey, the walls are kind of half down now. If you have someone that you've, like, in your head as my friend been like, oh, that person would be really suited for Zoe, let me know. Um, because that way they've already been pre-vetted. It is good to have someone pre-vetted. You know, and then you Where's can the go. the excitement and- in that, you know? It's- well, it's still George, a blind it's about date. Excitement. It's excitement for you and possible murder for me and Cass. Like- <laughs> but it is it is exciting to be set up with someone because, um, look, best case scenario, you die together. Um, yeah. The worst case scenario, it doesn't work out. I mean, you get killed. But, like, the acceptable <laughs> worst alone. case scenario, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you die alone at their hand. Um, yeah, it, it goes wrong, but then you get to, like, the two of you can bond over the fact that your friends thought this was mm. a good match. Yeah. You know? And you, like, it's yeah, funny. You, it's you fine. You have, like, yeah. a shitty first date and then you have a story to tell. Like, every shitty, every every bad date you go on teaches you one thing you don't want to do. Yeah. Like, it's like every shitty relationship. And for this person, it's probably a little bit hard because if they've never been in a serious long-term relationship, it's hard to gauge what you do and don't want because you haven't experienced the goods and the bads. You know, you want someone who puts you first and you want someone who thinks you're great. Um, I don't I don't know anything else. Like, that's my bar. I just want someone who thinks I'm great. If you know anyone, <laughs> let me know, guys. <laughs> but, like, you know, and that comes from, you know, every other shitty relationship where I haven't been put first. And I'm like, well, that's my priority. And then, you know, then everything else kind of follows that. So just kind of gauge what you do want in a person and don't settle, even though you're like, oh, I want to be in a relationship. Being in a relationship's different to being uh, for to dating because, like we said, getting out of bad relationships is it can be sometimes difficult and tricky. So you don't want to settle for something less than your worth either, just to be in a relationship. Mm. Mm. And on that note, I've been Cass. I've been George. I've been Zoe B. I've been Tom. And we're still fine. We yeah. hope you are finer now. <laughs> Single or together. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us for some very unprofessional advice that goes beyond just go to therapy, feel free to email us on happylittlepod at gmail.com and make sure you put summer in the email okay to air if you're happy to have us discuss it on the show. Hope you have a great day. You're not alone. We love you. 